Hi, I'm Stuart Smith, and my words for this session is fire safe farming. And I feel very strongly about uh, those of us, especially in the mountains, need to uh, constantly be aware of fire and how it works our vineyards. My brother and I grew up in Southern California. Uh, Southern California, the research now shows that all of the major fires were in Southern California up to the turn of the 21st century. And at that point, they shifted to the north. And a lot of people in the Northern California area were caught unawares of fires because there hadn't been any up here of any substance. But for Charlie and I, it's always been a, a concern. As a matter of fact, when Charlie was a 12-year-old Boy Scout, he got called out on a, uh, on, a, on a fire line in Malibu. So it's been there. So when I talk about fire-sensitive farming, uh, fire-wise farming, we farm in a way that the vineyard should be a fire break. And that means the fire can't go through it. And to do that, we do, we do spray underneath our vines. I make no apologies for that. And I do it in a very sensitive way. I, I don't spray until about the first week in March, first or second week in March, because I want the cover crop underneath the vines to grow up to a certain height so that when they die down, they lay flat and they are there to protect the soil with the first big rains or two that come through. Uh, and then the seeds get up and going again. Um, the other one is that we, we've been non-till. I, I think I can safely say this. I think we were the first non-till vineyard in Napa County. I, I did some work for the old Soil Conservation Service. We, we tried some different seeds up on, on the mountain uh, to see which seeds might be considered the best seeds for um, a cover crop, for a permanent cover crop. And it's kind of interesting when you're looking for a seed for a cover crop, it's, it's really quite interesting because you're looking for a seed that will come up with the first substantial rains. It will grow as the winter gets continually darker and colder. The roots have to go out and spread themselves out in a fine root basis. You don't want a tap root that goes down deeply because you want all of that, those roots to go out and spread and keep as um, soil erosion. And then uh, you, you want it to uh, seed out, to head out to uh, reproduce early on into the growing season. Because if you have, let's say, crimson clover, which is a beautiful clover, it, it turns a bright red, but it only turns a, a bright red in um, late May, early June. And that does you no good in the vineyard because you've got to cultivate your vineyard because it starts growing right around um, the end of mid, mid late March. So those are the things that we're looking for with the cover crop. And, and to keep the fire down, we then chop it reasonably low. We have a, uh, you know, we mow it. It's like growing a lawn. Uh, only uh, we, never, we never irrigate the lawn. It just grows up. We, we mow it. Uh, we keep it about an inch or inch and a half high. And that allows for almost any kind of storm to come through to protect the soil from, from any erosion. For instance, on October 24, 2021, we had a massive uh, rainstorm come through. We had 14 and a half inches in one day, had no soil erosion because we'd been non-till. Then the other one is that if at some time, like in 2020, we're in a drought, and it's a, a, a fire-sensitive day, in other words, a red flag warning, uh, we might consider to go out and, and disc our avenues. 
so that we can keep the, the fire at, at an abeyance. And then with a more or less a clean strip underneath the vines, there's not enough material there to burn, so it acts as a fire break. Uh, we have the avenues cut. We've moved all of the uh, fuel away from the fence. So in the 2020 fire, as an example, uh, I like to describe it as that we were a uh, island in a sea of, of uh, incinerated forest. I don't think we lost a single vine. There were maybe 30 vines that uh, their leaves got scorched in the Merlot. And um, this is just one of those things that we have to plug into in present day farming. Again, for those of us in the hills. Now, if you're down in the valley floor, eh, you can probably sleep through it all. But for us on the mountains, everything depends on keeping the fire at bay. And, um, and it's something that I've known uh, for years and years and years. In fact, the first letter I ever wrote to the St. Helena Star about land use, uh, there were people attacking my project. And I said, look, we're, we're going to have um, uh, checkerboards of vineyards in the mountains, and this is going to be good to help the fire um, mitigate itself, uh, you know, to mitigate the fire. So um, uh, fire-safe farming, I think, uh, uh, has to be in the forefront of every, every mountain grower's consciousness.